Tonight on the X Men's Oldie Show, and uh, of course, as I've been uh, just digging into the old uh, interviews, I found an interview with Willie G. I did years ago, many, many years ago, when I came to San Diego, and I said, "You know what? Let's let's bring him on again." And right when I said that to myself, um, I got a, I got a little uh, little tag in my Instagram with new music from Willie G. And I said, "I, I, I got to get him on the radio program to see what's going on with Willie G." Now, Willie G. of the Midnighters. Uh, and this is something that I read that I got from actually uh, uh, from uh, Mark Guerrero's uh, um, website. If you ever get a chance to look at Chicano music, check out uh, Mark Guerrero's website. But he says, Little Willie G was one of the brightest singing stars in East L.A.'s golden age of rock and roll in the 1960s. The Midnighters always managed to be the headliners everywhere they performed. They had the sound, the image, the showmanship and the charisma to do so. Their musical style was a mix of R&B, ballads, and British invasion music. Little Willie G and the Midnighters made several albums and many singles that were very popular, particularly in Southern California. The version of Land of a Thousand Dances reached number 67 on the national charts, and they enjoyed several local and regional hits. The fact that many of their recordings have been bootlegged to this day, both on vinyl and CD, is a testament to the popularity of their music. It may add people copying uh, the music of Willie G and, and singing like him now. You can see it all over social media, all over YouTube. But I uh, would like to welcome Willie G on the show. How you doing, sir? Good, good. How are you? God bless you, man. Thanks for having me. It's, it's always a blessing to have you here and be able to get you on the radio show to talk about your music. Um, God, I, I've been a fan for a long, long time. The way I got introduced to your music was I, I had a broken heart. A friend of mine saw me and said, uh, he threw me a cassette tape of your music and said, listen to this song. And it was, Are You Angry? And I, I'm telling you, that I don't know what that, that song either uh, took me out of the dump and I felt great again. Uh, but it was such a song that resonated in my heart at that time when you're a teen. And I've just been always a big fan of the Midnighters, especially Willie G. Your, your voice is incredible. Welcome, welcome to the show. How you doing? I'm doing great, bro. Thank you, man. Uh and thanks for the fans. Uh, 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 someone uh, uh, hit me up just a little while ago. Uh, uh, Mr. Hawk, he's right there from your area, and he wanted me to give a shout-out to Pat and Carmen Vargas. There you go. Uh, they're from, from Chicano Park. Orale, there so, you go. There, there, I got it in. <laughs> he got it in. Now, you, you've been singing since you were, like, uh, eight years old, right? How did that all yeah, start? Yeah, uh, Actually, I just started my brother, my oldest brother, Weddle. Uh, his surname, his real name is Frank, but uh, nicknamed Weddle. He's uh, the one that got me into it. He's a guitar player. I had a little trio. And uh, to keep me out of the alleys and off the streets and the corners, he uh, started inviting me into, the, into his little rehearsal room and sitting me down and asking me to sing while he played. Uh, he suckered me. <laughs> he said, sing this because I can't sing this song. It's too difficult for me to play and sing at the same time. But I got to learn the chords, right? And that's how he got me in. And little by little, I mean, I fell in love with it. I started looking forward to coming home right after school and not hanging out with the fellas and hoping he was in the bedroom uh, practicing. 
And so that's that's what got me into it. I I got the bug, and then he became a, a mentor, uh, and uh, um, actually, you know, like a, a young manager at the time, taking me around and introducing me to some <laughs> of the bands. Because you were you were young when you started um, singing and winning shows, and and I was nine years old uh, when we we won our first talent show. I was nine years old. And did anybody else in the family have uh, musical abilities besides Zawero? Uh, yeah, my uh, all of my family had some. They could all sing. It's amazing. My aunts, my uncles, uh, my uncle Ines. Uh, he was a mariachi, and uh, after after uh, World War II and the Korean War, uh, he started touring uh, Mexico uh, with his with his mariachi band. And unfortunately, he was killed in an automobile accident uh, uh, during that period. But he he was he was like huge in Mexico. Wow! And and, and so there were all the whole family was an influence to your music uh, career. Yeah, yeah. My parents really loved music. Uh, you know, my dad loved Artie Shaw. He loved uh, 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 este, uh, Louis Armstrong. You know, he loved those uh, big band, the big band sound, big band stuff. Yeah. And uh, he actually, uh, uh, you know, he worked hard. He, he had a really bought a really nice radio with a record player in it, you know, on a Motorola uh, and uh, actually introduced me to the song. That's all uh, by Nat King Cole. So right. that was a song I heard uh, in my youth, you know, in our home. And I used to love to watch him and my mom dance. <laughs> You know, and that they're very romantic. You know, it's, it's really cool. Did you ever think that the that that start when you were like eight, nine years old would ever turn into a career that you had? Because you had an amazing career. You know, uh, I mean, you're still performing today. People could see you perform the music that you, that you were doing back in the '60s. Yeah, yeah, we still we still have that in our catalog, uh, along with a lot of new music that we've been doing recording. Uh, and uh, slowly, you know, we, we put it into our show. It's part of our show. People, actually, they really love to come and hear uh, the songs that, that they grew up with. And right. we really love doing them for them, you know. And little by little, we're introducing them to new music that we're doing. There's more to to me, there's more to us than, than just the Midnighter uh, era, which I'm really grateful for. The fans have always just been really supportive and... And come and still, still support and uh, uh, come out to our shows. I love it. Once again, you're listening to the X Men's Oldie Show. Willie G is on the show tonight with a few songs, which which we're going to share tonight on the radio show. Now, um, I'm going to play the first song, "Brown Baby," which is a song you did years before, and now it's back again. Tell us what was the whole concept of wanting to redo this music uh, that you, that that you've done before in your career? Yeah, that. That particular song was my first single after I left the Midnighters as a soloist. So uh, my manager and uh, and my producer, they thought that that would be uh, the most fitting song to do as a tribute to the era would be the song that I first stepped out to do as a solo artist. And uh, it's a great song but, uh, written by Wilbur Wade. Uh, and it was on the Gordo label, Eddie Davis, who was a great uh, producer and uh, record label owner. 
um, manager of Cannibal and the Headhunters. Yes. Uh, he brought the song to me uh, in 1970. And I went in, I did that, and the flip side was a song called Lonely Lullaby, which we, we didn't record that one. We record that one. But this particular song, I, I just thought was fitting, uh, one, to champion our cause as, as Chicanos. And I think uh, my band does a great job <laughs> supporting <laughs> me on it as well. My, my son, Jacob, who plays drums, and uh, he's a producer of our recordings. Uh, he... Uh, does a great job uh, on the background vocals and and the arrangement of the song. So let's give it a listen. All right, Willie G. Who was the fans think? Let's check it out, Willie G. and uh, Brown Baby, right here on the XN's Oldie Show.
Wooly G, brown baby right there on the X-Men's oldies show. That is amazing. That sounds so good. That sounds exactly how, you, when you do your concert, that's exactly how you sound. I love it. There's like wow, uh, thank you so much. Amazing uh, producing there. Your, your son did an excellent job. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, uh, really gifted, Jacob. Really gifted in his own right. He's got a lot of solo projects himself and yet a lot of collaborations and he actually he actually did a cover of making ends meet oh wow uh, recently yeah that was really cool following really his cool. uh, dad's then, footsteps yeah yeah <laughs> you know, uh he and 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 uh all my kids really are are really gifted you know they've pursued other careers and that but i mean they they can sing the pain off the wall <laughs> now uh, you started this me, uh project four years ago right tell us about this yeah four years ago prior to uh to covid we were we were cranking this out and and we had a actually like a release date and a a whole tour already set up and uh i think the last live concert we did was in february where are we 23 uh 20 19 February wow. of 2019 2020 uh in San Antonio we did a concert in San Antonio and when we got back to Los Angeles covid was was starting to uh to hit and uh everybody <laughs> we didn't understand it nobody understood this disease right and uh so the studio really they were they they uh we're just really, really cautious, and uh, so we stopped. <laughs> we couldn't go into the studio, you know, the six feet. Right. Thing. It didn't work. It didn't work for us, you know. Uh, and so we had all the tracks done and some sparse vocals that we had started. And it took some time for COVID to lift and, and for the, you know, the industry to get back into where... Uh, certain protocols that we could follow and get back in and, and finish it. And, and and are you guys done now? Is the project completely no, done? We're, you... we're just mixing now. Okay. We're and... just, we're just mixing really, uh, uh, the whole thing. And I sent you, uh, well, Brown baby is completely done and mixed. And the, uh, uh, two of the others I sent you are completely mixed. And then I did a really fast mix on, uh, everybody needs somebody. Because uh, I really like it. <laughs> you know, let's like play, can we play it? Let's play it right now. I got it ready yeah, to cool. go. All right, cool. Willie G hanging out on the X Men's Oldies show. We're talking music. We're talking about his career, and of course, a new album coming out. We don't know when that's going to drop because they're in the final stages of of, of mixing the music. But it, it's coming. Get ready for it, Willie G. Right now, everybody needs somebody. A one, a two, a one, two, three, four. Glad to be home. And I got a message for every woman, every man here tonight that ever needed somebody to love. Someone to love them when they're up. Someone to please them all the time. Someone to talk to when they need it. Someone to lend a helping hand. You know, sometimes you get what you want. But then you go out on and turn around and go on and lose what you have. But I believe if every woman, every man here tonight that come along with me. 
radio show, and everybody needs somebody to love right there on the X-Men's Oldies show. And uh, I like that version. That, that gets you dancing. I was dancing in the studio. What's going on with that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a rocker, man. You know, Solomon Burke originally did that. Did, did, did When you heard that song when it came out, did you go, oh, wait, We got. I got to do this song eventually in my career? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, Solomon Burke was uh, just one of my faves, uh, Hank Ballard and the Midnighters. But when I heard him do that song, man, and just, you know, he was preaching. He was preaching to us, you know. And uh, uh, it's just a killer song, man. I, I, I love it. I love it. I, I thank God for the opportunities that were presented to us at an early age. You know, we, I think we introduced uh, 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 some great songs to an audience that that perhaps might not have had a chance to hear them on this side of town. The Town I Live In, Sad Girl, those are like songs that we heard when we were on tour, you know, traveling through Louisiana and, and Southern Texas and those those areas where you got these low-powered uh, radio stations on the radio and you only had them for five or ten minutes and you would lose them. And so we'd hear fragments of these great songs, you know, uh, and that was one of them. Solomon Burke, uh, everybody needs somebody, man. I just said, wow, I got to do that. I got to find that song. <laughs> what was it? Uh, were, were people shocked or just amazed at, 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 at the music and the way you sang it back in L.A. when you when you brought those songs back on stage? To to the you know, audience, like say, uh, some some of those songs they hadn't heard yet. You know, these were like songs that were still popular in the south uh, uh, and uh, southeast towards Atlanta and uh, New Orleans and whatnot, and hadn't reached the the West Coast yet. And so, uh, people identified those songs with us immediately. You know, and people thought I wrote them. They thought I wrote it. It'll never be over for me. Los Lobos thought I wrote that song, you know, and they, they did it in, in uh, the ride this, where they paid tribute to some of the artists that, uh, that influenced them, right? Right. And so they called me, uh, cause, uh, Caesar had covered it and they wanted to know what, what the writers and publishing <laughs> information was. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, it, it was surprising, you know, that, that people, they thought we wrote those songs. They identified those songs with, with us. And that was just an amazing thing. You know, you, you could add me to the list, Willie, because I, when I first heard your song, I, all your music, I was just, wow, these guys are amazing. I, I really wish I was, I was, you know, you know, 18, 19 years old, you know, in the sixties to be on at the, at the concerts to see you guys perform the music, but the soul just coming right through the speakers every time you guys made it your own. You made the music your own. And that, that was a key. Uh, you know, if we liked the song, we did it. And, uh, you know, we added our, our fingerprint to it, you know, we possessed it and, and we did it like it belonged to us. And I think that's, that resonated with the audience, you know. And I gotta give a lot of credit too to our manager at the time, Eddie Torres, uh, who really began to uh, encourage us to start writing our own music. You know, and some great stuff was birthed out of that. Uh, Love Special Delivery, Dreaming Casually, uh, Never Knew I Had It So Bad, which is one of the songs on, on this uh, project as well that we did as a duet with uh, Louis Perez III and Tragedy, his band, The Tragedy, 
Louis Perez is that's Louis Perez Jr. from right. uh, he's the son of Louis Perez from Los Lobos, and he has a great band, and, and we have a great relationship. And so we brought we brought we invited some of our friends in uh, the guys from Oso Motley, the brothers from Oso Motley. We did uh, uh, Chicano Power, oh, wow. a, a new version of it, and then uh, one of my my son's contemporaries, who's from your neck of the woods, King Choosy. Oh yes, Choosy, yes, great guy. Yeah, great rapper. Choosy, he he he's on the project. Uh, he does a really cool rap. We didn't have it finished enough. We were hoping we could we could have it finished in time, uh, mixing it in time to get it to you, but. But we'll get you a sample of it as soon as we can. I'll, I'll invite him yeah, to no the problem. radio show because I've been wanting to get King Choosy on the show to talk, talk about his music. So yeah, maybe we'll debut it when he gets great. on the show. That'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. Let us know when you're going to do that. Once again, we're speaking with Willie G. We're going to take a quick break. Be back in just a few. We've got another song of his on this album. And we're going to break down the music and the, the uh, you, you got also got guests on this album that's going to be coming out as well. Yeah. So we'll talk a little bit about that. So uh, stick around. It's the X-Man's Oldie Show with Willie G. Of the Midnighter. Made for friends, family, family. and oldies. It's the X-Man's Oldie Show. This is not the first time it's happened before. Oh, the girl that I love doesn't love Willie G 
I'll leave vocals right there. Sorry to step over your vocals. Man, your voice. What, what an amazing voice. I, I, where does the soul come from, Willie? Where does the soul come oh, from? Gosh. You know, I just think it's a gift. Uh, no, I believe it's a gift. I know it's a gift. Uh, it's something that uh, God gives us. And it's something my brother really pointed out to me uh, when I sat there in the bedroom with me. And he started you know, making me realize that I had something special and uh, that if I trusted God with it, um, that it would take me places that I, I could, couldn't even imagine. And he, he was right. You have a gift. He said, protect it. Use it. And that's what we're doing. Now, was there other artists that influenced your singing career that you kind of wanted to emulate as well? Yeah, I think, well, you know, like the, the song you just played, Jerry Butler, who was was a, the the leader of the Impressions with Curtis Mayfield. Yes. Uh, uh, he just had just a phenomenal control and presence. And I used to study these guys, you know, I'd sit in my, my room and I'd sing along with them as much as I could. Lenny Welch is another one. Uh, he wrote, I Need Someone. Uh, uh, and of course, you know, Frank Sinatra, uh, Tony Bennett. Those were my teachers, really, vocally. Uh, my parents couldn't afford music lessons for us. Uh, so, you know, like I say, I hustled, bro. I, I sold newspaper shine shoes, and I'd go to the Dolphins of Hollywood, and I would buy records. <laughs> Seventy-eight at that time, <laughs> and uh, uh, by the time I got to high school and started meeting Romeo Prado and uh, Benny Lopez and the Ceballos brothers, Benny, Richard, and Ralph Ceballos, uh, who were like some of the first cats that I got together with as a band, you know. Uh, and I started bringing uh, these songs to them, you know, uh, the Perez brothers uh, from from Pacoima, from the San Fernando Valley, who grew up with Richie Valens, uh, and were you know these guys used to do shows here at the Paramount Ballroom, and we could see them in person. All these guys influenced me. They, uh, Max Ubalas of the Romancers, great band leader, composer producer um he was like the brian wilson of of east l.a this guy max ubalas and uh max uh when i met him he really was uh, generous in his uh, mentoring and and ideas and uh boy he saved me one day we were doing a <laughs> concert at at carpenter's hall and they had no sound system and I was singing at the foot of the stage, like Al Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> and he brought in he brought in his guitar amp and a mic, man, for me. I'll never forget that. And that that's Max. He was so generous like that, and 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 uh, uh, always always wanted to see people at their best and do their best. Guys like that. You know, you know, you talk you talk a lot about a, a, a lot. It seems like a lot of Chicano artists were out there working mm -hmm. and playing and singing and 
you know, unfortunately, uh, if you were not a part of the scene, you didn't see those gr- groups or uh, part of that era. You know, there's yeah, only a few that people talk about. Yeah, it was it was kind of isolated, but uh, once again, giving credit to to like Eddie Torres and Billy Cardenas and and Eddie Davis, these guys, man, they they gave us a platform. Bill Taggart, the music director, the music teacher at Salesian High School, to keep us out of the the bars, bro. I mean, the bars. We're we're fifteen, sixteen years old playing in bars, you know. Uh, he created the Salesian Rock and Roll shows and gave us a platform so we we wouldn't have to play in those joints, you know. And then Eddie Davis, Eddie Torres, uh, Billy Cardenas, these guys, man, the, the Rainbow Room, the Paramount Ballroom, the Kennedy, the Big Union Hall, they started uh, creating dances and environment where we could go and play. And then eventually hooking up with the DJs like Casey Kasem, Sam Riddle, you know, uh, 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 Dave Hall from KRLA, KHJ, KFWB, these big radio stations, KGFJ, you know, Hunter Hancock, and getting on shows with them. It, it was, a uh, man, it was an exciting time, bro. That, that, that's exciting to hear that. And you're talking about some big DJ names and big radio stations in L.A. that were out there. Yeah. And uh, yeah. you were a part of their shows. You were part of the... Yeah, they got they, they got behind us. Uh, we used to do their private parties, you know, uh, it, which was amazing. It was an amazing thing. And then the next day we'd be on TV on Shebang or, <laughs> or Hollywood and Go-Go, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Once again, we're speaking with Willie G of the Midnighters, and we got uh, making ends meet queued up and ready to go. And uh, tell us about this uh, making this okay, song so, in the studio. Yeah, making ends meet. Uh, uh, it's it's a song I wrote about 1966. I was recovering from a tonsillectomy and uh, going kind of crazy, and I wrote making ends meet and dreaming casually while I was convalescing. And uh, uh, took it in. Uh, Larry Rendon helped me with the arrangement of it. And, man, it's just like they became uh, kind of legendary here in the East L.A. area. And I think now in the oldie scene, uh, those are a couple of songs that really uh, resonate with people. And, and uh, we get a lot of requests for it. So in this song, uh, towards the end, you're going to hear a little, a little shift. Uh, we're paying homage uh, to uh, Sonny Osuna of Sonny and the Sunliners fame, uh, and also the group Malo, who uh, I, I toured with them. I, I, I did an album with them uh, called Atención, and a little tribute to Pablo Pérez, the bass player, who wrote a great song called Our Love Will Survive. So towards the end, you're going to hear a little homage to those two cats in this song, in this new a version of Making Ends Meet. All right, here it is, Making Ends Meet, on the X-Men's Only Show, Willie G. I don't want to be the one to say that this has got to stop, but every time I give a girl all the love that I have got, she breaks my heart and then leaves me in tears. Such a shame, but it's been Just give in a little 
When you find out that that face You've been loving ain't been doing nothing but lying Well, it makes no difference what she says What she does or what it was of the year You can be so happy and joyful in the springtime And by autumn your face will be full of tears Cause the woman that you love she put you down Said she don't want you hanging around No more Believe me I'm a hurt But I don't want to be the one to say that this has got to stop The love that I have got, she breaks my heart in two, leaves me feeling like a fool. Just ain't nothing I can do. But it's time that we all admit it. Just give in a little. We can't make ends meet by leaving love out the middle. Ponemos de acuerdo ¿Qué amor posible podemos tener? Piénsalo bien, mi negra Piénsalo show tonight on the x-men's oldies show and beautiful rendition by the way i love the tributes at the end i like that little cool, spice man. in there cool. thank you <laughs> now who else did you do duets with on this album that's going to be coming yeah up? we did there's a young group uh here from uh, the orange county area called uh, uh the oc hurricanes and uh we did a duet on empty heart a song called empty heart and then nick waterhouse i don't know if a lot of people are familiar with nick waterhouse uh but he's just, he's, uh, he's a young cat man with an old soul. And uh, we do a version of Looking Out a Window uh, together. And, of course, we mentioned Louis Perez III and Tragedy. Uh, we never knew I had it so bad. Some of the rocker, more of the punk-type edge songs. Uh, 
we did with them. And then, of course, also Motley and uh, Choosy uh, with uh, a brand new version of Chicano Power. We put lyrics to it. Oh, wow. And so, uh, man, I'm excited. I'm excited for people to to, to hear this. Uh, we're anticipating now it's a double it's a double LP. Uh, we're, we're doing vinyl. There's going to be a, uh, a limited edition uh, vinyl uh, release. And then, uh, uh, of course, all the streaming platforms, uh, it'll be available as well. There's a lot of music, bro. That's great. A lot of music. Uh, I'm so happy to uh, hear that. Project. Oh, so happy to hear that's coming out. And, and it's, it's stuff that you're doing and you're enjoying. What's the name of the album? Uh, because You Asked. Because You Were There. And basically, uh, that just comes from the fans themselves, right? We did this because they asked. And then a lot of them, because of the memories that they, they, they re, re, revisited, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, man, it, 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 it just put us there once again. And now with a fresh coat of paint, new arrangements and an, a new excitement uh, about these songs that, Man, I, you know they call them standards. That these are standards now to them, <laughs> and and so man, it's just it's overwhelming, Javier. And and I'm I'm really just so grateful, man, for the love uh, of our fans and and the support that that they give us. You know, when we go out and tour, and I hope they come to visit us. Uh, we're doing a few shows here, March the fifth. Uh, we're going to be at the Venice West here in Venice Beach, uh, California. Uh, the 11th, March the 11th, we're going to be at the uh, Bonita Center for the Arts in San Dimas uh, with the Delphonics. And then uh, the Microsoft Theater on June the 10th. Uh, I don't know everybody that's in the lineup, but as soon as we get it, I'm going to start posting all that. I mean, these are just big shows. We're really excited. Uh, and it gives us a, an opportunity to kind of share these sounds with the people uh, in person. That is great. That is great. And I want to clear something up. When you see the Midnighters, and it doesn't say special guest Willie G or Willie G lead vocals, you're not there, correct? Uh, well, here's the thing. that That's just regarding the Midnighter show. Right. Uh, I, I no longer do shows with the Midnighters. Uh, they, they, you know, thank God, they're, they're pursuing their career. They've kept the brand name out in front of people, but... Like I say, there's more to me than the Midnighters. Uh, this is just a, a reflection of of some musical growth and 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 where we're at, and some other projects that uh, are are coming out soon as well. Uh, we're, we've been diligently at it, uh, bro, uh, to get this stuff out uh, and show people, you know, uh, man, just this creative side of us that that a lot of people have never seen. That is good. That is beautiful. Once again, Willie G on the radio show, on the X-Men's Oldie Show. Thank you so much for coming on and, and sharing your new music with us. And we can't wait to see you perform your music live. And I can't wait to hear the double album that's going to be out uh, very soon, I hope. Bro, just real quick. Uh, if the Midnighters are performing and it doesn't say with special guests, that's a flip. <laughs> Amen. Okay. Just to clear up, because uh, uh, we had posted something, and it was from an old post, and and uh, people were a little confused about that. So I just want to clear that up for the audience that might be listening. And we're looking forward to coming down to uh, the San Diego area, Logan Heights, too. We can't uh, wait to have you here. Sure. 
You got it, Willie. Once again, thanks for coming on the show. Willie G on the radio show, uh, sharing his music, sharing his uh, history, and uh, sharing story. We appreciate you. We love you, Willie. And uh, thanks again for stopping by the radio program. Thank you, Javier. God bless you guys, man. God bless you, too. All right, there you go, Willie G. All right, time for the X-Men to say adios, say goodbye for another way, another day, another time, another place. And I leave you with peace, love, and happiness. And remember, always, always remember, God loves you. Keep the faith. Be strong. I'll talk to you next Sunday, same time, same bat channel, right here on the X-Men's oldie show for my Chukawala Alicia and Daniel. Here you go, the Midnighters, and that's all on the X-Men's oldie show. Adios. God bless you all. Have a great work week. I can only give you love that lasts forever And a promise to be near each time you call And the only heart I own is for you and you alone That's all I can only give you country walks in springtime And a hand to hold when these begin to fall And a love whose burning light will warm the winter night That's all That's all Super Love Jam artist, Jenny Wine. Jenny Wine. Jenny Wine. plus the Osley Brothers, Black Street, Color Me Bad, Denise Williams, The Jets, and Atlantic Star. Saturday, February 11th at the arena. Get tickets now at magic925.com. Experience the future of connectivity with Spectrum One. You get Spectrum Internet, delivering the fastest speeds in the nation for $49.99 a month. Advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced privacy and security, free for 12 months. And a Spectrum Mobile line with unlimited talk, text, and data, plus nationwide 5G, free for 12 months. That's Spectrum One. Visit Spectrum.com or your local Spectrum store today. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. Dr. Green Thumb San Diego is on fire for February. Buy two, get one half gram stizzy for $1.99. Buy connected eight, get disposable for $1.99. Buy one stone extract and get another for $1.99. Buy two EB and flow 100 milligram gummy bags for $24.99. Over 20 different bottom price deals for February. For Valentine's Day, get your special someone a DGTS. Valentine's gift box. Dr. Green Thumb, located at 8760 Campo Road, or visit them at DGT Worldwide. We deliver too. Licensed medical and 21 plus. Thank you for calling Navy Federal Credit Union. How can I help you? 
Hi, if I'm in the Army, not in the Navy, am I still eligible for membership? Yes, you are. What about my sister in the Air Force? Her too. And my dad's a Marine. We serve all branches of the military, veterans, and their families. My dog is a retired military working dog. I'll see what I can do. Find out if you're eligible at NavyFederal.org. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Insured by NCUA. Time is running out. The rules will change on April 13th, reducing your benefits from going solar. Now is the time to join over 1 million Californians who have already switched to solar energy. For over 84 years, Baker.